Hey friends, it's Candy Barone. Welcome to the show. So let me ask you, are you ready to say yes to yourself? Are you ready to live your life lit and lead your living legacy? Then you stopped at the right place. Buckle up because here we go. It's about to get raw, real, unscripted, unfiltered, and we're about to jump down some amazing rabbit holes. Let's do this, y'all. Let's get aligned as fuck. You know, all that's going on and the fact that this is mental health awareness month, I think there's were some real questions and, you know, it's interesting because when we were in the pandemic, everybody kind of got forced to sit down and sort of reevaluate things. And one of the things I'm struggling with as I kind of observe out or watch what's going on is how much people have jumped back in to that frenetic energy, almost at a like times 20 level, like they're trying to catch up or make up for all the quote downtime they had during the pandemic. And so they've, they've bought right back into this bill of goods that says, oh my God, we got to hustle. We got to grind instead of taking all of that beautiful opening that we were given to reevaluate and say, first of all, for most people, like most of my clients were far more productive. They scaled their businesses. Um, I had companies that had 150% growth over what they were doing during the pandemic because people had the freedom to, to sort of balance out how they wanted to approach their life. Because I mean, I really don't believe that there's any kind of, you know, life work balance anyway. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, it's your life. You have a life and work is just one, oftentimes too much of one component in that whole wheel of life. And when we keep putting all this energy and I, I just think about it, I know it's so cliche, but lately it's just been really been hitting is the fact that no one is going to remember how many hours you worked when you leave this earth. And time is so finite, at least time in our human form. And the fact that we keep pushing off living it, living our life and keep, and I'm watching, I'm watching my clients get right back into the hustle. I'm watching people get into, and all I'm doing is going, I want more space. I want, like, I feel like I'm pulling back um, and getting really clear on what things do I want to be focused on? What gives me joy? And it's interesting because I'm reading and I'll be doing a, a review on it at some point, but I'm reading Jenna Kutcher's book, which I got to say, I just, I loved her transparency. I love how she's showing up, but this, how are you really? And I wasn't sure what to expect reading it. Cause I mean, I do follow her and I obviously, I mean, she's been extremely helpful in us leveling up with the Instagram lab and Pinterest. And by the way, Pinterest, holy cow, we are like, the thing is happening like it's supposed to. So I just want to say that, thank you, Jenna. I'll give a shout out to that all day long, right? But it's this idea of, are we really checking in to say, how are you really? And what I love about it is it's a space of, do you even know what lights you up and what kills me? And I hear this. And I mean, it's everything that I talk about. It's why the bookends matter. It's why I, I talk to people about their ideal calendar. It's why all of it, it's do you even have space for what fills you up with joy? Because here's the thing, we have such a counterintuitive culture that says, when I have time, I'll do the things I love or the things that excite me versus, oh my goodness, let me do the things I love to lead me to the work that's meaningful and whatever. And she talked about how, you know, when she got burnt out from her photography business, she took that care to say, I need something that is my creative space. Right. And so she got into a space around, um, 
watercolors again, which actually ended up being another business for her. And that wasn't the intent, but it was just this pure space of joy, carving out 30 minutes a day that fills your cup and your heart. And we have such a culture that says, I don't have time for that. Please. Think about that for just a minute, Brandy. Think about the, the irony, the, I don't even know what I want to call it, but think about the what we're creating, what we're teaching our kids. I don't have time for me. I don't have time for the very thing that fills my soul. I don't have time to be authentic. I don't have time to prime my tank first. I don't have time. What the fuck? What are we doing? Like what the fuck? Intensity is what we need. We need intensity around the right things because that passion, that ability to say, I, like right now, I can feel it. There's almost a little bit of that rage. It's like something's got to change. This is ridiculous. And I'm, I feel like I'm right back in that space of what's it going to take to wake people up? So there's an intensity I'm feeling every day, getting up, going, how do I connect with people to bring them back? to themselves, right? Bring them back to a space that says, oh my God, let go of this bullshit. Because the, 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 the problem is, is we're in this very frenetic, we're in this very scarce minded, we're in this, oh my God, we're in a recession, which we're not. And I wish people would stop feeling and feeding into the media hype. There is a media hype and that is what happens. If you really look and study recessions, the recessions come because people buy into the bullshit. It's a sales tactic. I'm just going to tell you, it's a sales and marketing tactic, and it's all tapping into people's fear around there's not enough. And if we stop buying into that bullshit and believe in our own ability to attract, manifest, call in abundance that's already available for us, all of that goes away. So first of all, there's just this programming that keeps getting primed, right? There's this programming that keeps getting tapped into. And right now, like I said, and, and I know you're feeling this as well, especially being that back end op support for so many different people, there's this really frenetic, and I mean like almost hyper-intensive um, got to do more, got to do more, got to do more. Like the hustle is taken on a whole new level. And I think about, you know, maybe mental health awareness and my mom and I've been talking a lot about mental illness and health in my family. And I mean, it's just like lineages of mental health issues. And, you know, there's a whole lot I want to talk about throughout this month about even my journey, being the person witnessing the mental health struggles of so many different members of my family and the shame that was sort of attached with that because we didn't talk about it. I mean, let, let's just be clear. We did not talk about um, shame in any capacity or mental health, mental health in any capacity in my family, like most families, right? Even yeah, a stigma around, I mean, I can even think about even my own burnout in corporate, which, you know, is so many people's story. There was such a shame and I'm not superwoman. I can't do it all. And how dare I feel burnout when, oh my God, the shame of, I don't have a family. I don't have kids. I don't, how can you be burnt out when you don't even have all these other things you're juggling? Because we have this so like, bullshit comparison that says, you know, again, it's the whole whose life can, who can out suck who, right? We have this culture mm -hmm. metric of success is whose life can suck more. I win. And it's, we're not even like checking in to go, what ever made us think that that's the, that's the story you want to buy into. Is that really how you want to live your life? Cause I will say, and I know I piss a lot of people off, especially people that are very religious in their beliefs and that's fine. 
I do not believe we were put on this earth to suffer. I do not believe whoever, whatever, however I was created was put on this earth to fucking suck or suffer every single freaking day in every single capacity. I just do not believe that that is the reality. I believe we have created this story that has brought all that suffering in. And what I'm watching right now is this whole new level of suffering, this whole new level of frenetic and grind and I need more I need more I need more I need more I gotta catch up I'm so behind I'm so behind and what if you actually looked at you're not behind you're actually ahead if you would look at the fact that this space that you were able to create especially through the pandemic especially through what happened it didn't put you behind it made you ahead the problem is is we're still using our an archaic metric system to evaluate our own worth to evaluate whether or not we have meaning and it's like Mental health is going through the roof right now. I mean, like suicide rates and abuse rates and medic people are self-medicating on so many levels. And we're missing this opportunity. I think about, you know, it's so funny because you see the memes and I know I haven't had a drink since December 27th and no, not for any reason other than it just doesn't fit in my life. And I've watched all of what it's done in my family. There's so much alcoholism in my family on so many levels, in addition to the mental health. And let me tell you, alcoholism and mental health do not fit in the same bucket. Holy cow, do they like just feed off each other in such exasperated, amplified, you know, ways that I'm like, I just don't want that. I want clarity in my life. And I haven't, I don't, I've done it before where I've, I've, I've not had a drink for eight, nine months where I really don't see myself coming back to it. I just, it, it's not speaking to me. It has no, and I'm not anyone that wants to be in that space. Great. But the vibration that brings me down in that energy, it doesn't, it doesn't serve anything. I can feel it in my cells. I can feel it in my mental capacities. Um, it just doesn't serve. And like I said, I'm watching, I watch too much of the damage it still does in my circles and my family and, and other things. But I think about the fact that we have this whole stigma around, you know, people will comment about what people eat or they comment about the prescription drugs around, but nobody's talking about how much alcohol are you putting down? And I know a lot of my clients and I've had conversations how many glasses of wine they're putting down. And I think about that was my, it was the take the edge off. And we have another cultural stigma that says it's okay if it's a take the edge off, but how many ways in how many capacities at how many levels are we stacking all of these things that are quote, taking the edge off that are just continuing to numb us down or feed that frenetic energy. Cause all it's doing is feeding that frenetic energy that says, Oh my God, I need to do more. Oh my God. I'm not. A, oh my God. Cause it keeps feeding that lower vibration story that is really prevalent again. I mean, coming into 2023, it's like there was another switch that went off right. and people are regressing all the way back Okay. Before all of what we learned through the pandemic. And I'm just, it's heartbreaking. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that through new levels too, Candy, that it's just so upsetting on so many levels because it is just like, oh my gosh, like what? I mean, oh, did we not learn anything? Yeah. Did we not right. learn? And myself included, myself included. Amen. I mean, some of my old patterns too. So I'm truly not trying to just like blame and shame no. my clients and everybody else that I'm seeing. I'm, I'm noticing within myself 
that I'm stuck into some of those old patterns of just like working a ton and and grinding it all out. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right? Well, well, and honestly, that's the other thing I've got to look at. Like, okay, I I'm attracting this for some reason. And not as a guilt, blame, or shame, but in that looking introspectively, like, okay, then I must change a few things within myself, within my business. Yep. So that, you know, is it boundaries that I need to look at? Is it more mindfulness and meditation that I need to be doing? Do I need to be filling my cup up in different ways? Like I, I truly do believe it always has to begin with us for, sure. um, for any kind of outside shifts to take place. So I think for me, it's just this, it's a deep awareness right now of what is going on collectively, myself included, that is bringing up this energy again. Of, and I like what you said. I, I mean, I, I think I keep wanting to go use that word intensity, but you're so right. Intensity is not a bad thing. Intensity can be filled with so much passion and can get us to make the moves that we need to. But this is a frenetic energy that we, most of us seem to be taking on right now. And it's got to be looked at and it's got to be really like taken apart bit by bit so that we can make some true everlasting shifts here. Because otherwise it's like, what, what are we doing? What is all this about? What is this for? So, well, yeah. And I love that you say, cause I'll, I'll be one of the reasons why this hit really hard to your point. I mean, getting I, myself, I found myself caught up in it. And I remember having a conversation with my mom where I'm like, oh my God, I got to stop working all through my weekend or stop or I need to change things up. Cause I do love working on the weekends. Cause it usually means no one's buzzing me. No one's in my inbox. Like I, I have a more space. So, and you and I, I think talked about this last time was why do we arbitrarily say Monday, you got to start working? What if I like feel into your days, but I need those breaks, right? Yesterday I sat on the couch and watched movies and baseball, but I knocked out so much stuff in not a, I knocked so much stuff out, but it just, once I got in a yeah. rhythm, it flowed and I did really high quality. Like there's new resources I put together based on what I want to be sharing with people that feels very aligned and connected. And it's not because the old me would have been like, I could have done so much more output yesterday. I'm like, it wasn't about output. It was about feeding what was calling and what was needed in the moment. One of them was I needed to kind of just sit back and like, we've got a lot going on. My mom's about to move. We finally found her space, you know, um, and there's just a lot of in and out where I've been distracted too in not being able to be fully on and giving myself permission to go. It's not about, I got to be in the business doing the thing. 10 hours a day, every day during the week, because someone arbitrarily made up that, you know, a week, a work week looks like Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. That even in itself has got to change, right? Like this idea that we wake up at seven o'clock, whatever time you wake up on Monday morning, and man, you hit go and you're running and you're going and you got five days a week where you're killing yourself minimum. And I'm going to say minimum five days a week where you're putting in 10 plus hours a day, which most people are doing. And then we're doing, well, then the weekends are for cleanup and for me to do my back office stuff. And my, so when are you taking time off, like real time to be unplugged, to not be in the stuff mm -hmm. and even just not being, and I, and I've noticed, cause this is my thing and I'm trying to figure it out based on even some of the things we're doing. I think it's, I think I need to pull off. Now there are certain things I can't do on Instagram without my app and there's certain, so I'm either going to get an app that blocks me out of my social media, or I'm going to pull it back off of my phone because it's just so easy. And I read something the other day that it was about an app they were talking about, but the guy said, I realized that, what did he say? 
22 years of my life are spent like he calculated out how many hours a day, how many in and out times you're in and what it, and it was like, whoa. Oh my. Well, like if you really, you think about it and you really calculate it. You're like, holy oh, cow, this is what, no wonder why I, people don't feel fulfilled. We're getting sucked down these rabbit holes of like other people's nonsense. And don't get me wrong. I love a good TikTok video that I watch on Instagram. Cause there's another, you know, me and myself that said, look, I'm the adult. I don't do TikTok, but I do right. it later and it's not the relevant that I do it on Instagram. Right. But I can get down, I get sucked in and have you ever gotten like one video turns into an hour and a half. Right. Right. And you don't even realize that a 30 second clip turns into an hour and a half without even, and I've had multiple days the past couple of weeks where I'm like, the hell did that just happen? shit I could have been doing anything else anything else exactly yeah and don't get me wrong there's some joy in it it is the way I like to come down but there's other things that bring me joy that are more connected to me than me going out because I also look at oh then there's that whole TikTok made me buy it or oh this happened and then we're back we don't even realize that that subliminal marketing of not enough keeps pushing at us every time we go down those rabbit holes right and so this idea that we're so dialed into everything and everybody's stuff and we're following like myself and I'm a, I'm a professional development junkie. I love my gurus. I love my, well, let me change that. I don't like gurus. I love my influencers. I love people that are out there using their voice. I don't believe in gurus. There's no such thing. I am my guru. I actually hate that word. Um, so influence, but I've had to pull out of that because it's just every time I turn around, there's another flavor of it. There's another thing there's another and I'm like I know what I have to share I know the value of all of the collective experience and wisdom that I've had for almost 50 years now and I know that I'm being called to to bring that to light in a different way which also means I need to stop worrying about what everybody else is doing so I mean Brandy I hear you because it's you know I'm, I'm calling this out more for myself than I am for anybody well, else too. The fact that it's like enough it's enough so but it, it is so interesting on how quickly some of these patterns can reemerge and how quickly you can get sucked into some of these rabbit holes. Yes. And I do think it's so fascinating to just be able to witness that so that you can change it. And I'm just really trying my best to have so much more awareness around it so that I can make these shifts because you're exactly right I mean I think so many of us that we've been in that exact same spot where you'll like sit down just because you need to like you need to zone out for a second and you'll get on there for five minutes and five minutes turns into a half hour and then all of a sudden it's an hour and then for me normally the energy that I have after doing that I feel so just like blah whereas yeah. if I would have taken that time to go outside have yeah. a walk listen yeah. to meditation, whatever that may be, I feel so much more lifted than what I do with being sucked into the social media. So I'm just really taking inventory on that so that I can make these changes because yes, well, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say yesterday with it being my birthday and I really did for the most part stayed off email, social media, but the interesting thing is candy at times, it's just uncomfortable. And it shouldn't be that way. Well, it's uncomfortable because of like, oh, I should be doing something. Well, <laughs> it's you know? uncomfortable to use Robin Sharma's phrase because we're addicted to technology. Oh, we actually 
we have an addiction that runs as deep as people that have alcoholism. We Jones, we have Jones moments for our hits. We get dopamine. And so there's real studies that show neurologically right. um, that we get dopamine hits when we go down and watch the little puppy video and we get, and so we are addicted to that instant gratification of dopamine. And when, and to your point, so really interesting and really important. So first of all, the awareness and the op opportunity to do that inventory. I mean, I, there's a question for people right there. When's the last time you've done a life inventory? Because the thing that's always interesting and I love, um, I'm quoting a lot of people here today, but I love that James Clear talks about it in Atomic Habits and I'm going to put out a review on Atomic Habits this week, which I absolutely love that book. Oh, he talks about, he's like, you know, it's interesting. We live in a culture where people think they don't have habits, that they're not habitual people. We are such habitual creatures. We have habits for everything. Most of them do not serve us. And most of them are us not being aware or present. I mean, you it's kind of like I, I, I saw it was a raw, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jay Sh Shady's wife. Um, I can never say her name. Uh, Rob, uh, Anyway, she posted something, a video that says something like, you know, you say it's hard to work out or it's hard to do things. She's maybe it wasn't her. Somebody did. Uh, again, me going down rabbit holes of too many videos. Right. And it's the space of you don't think about brushing your teeth. You don't have to tell yourself. It's just part of what you do because it's part of how you know you need to be healthy. It's rewiring our brain to think about some of those things that we create all these stories to say that's a non-negotiable because it's a space around our own discipline. Our own self-discipline is actually our biggest form of self-love. Mm -hmm. And so that has been something for me to take inventory of. I'm like, look, if I really want to show, demonstrate to myself how much I love myself, then the habits I know that fuel my body, serve me, create space for the right mental capacity, allow me the space for the emotional wherewithal. I mean, I think about if it's the five cups of wellness, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and energetic, am I doing the things I know fuel those spaces to fill those cups first before I'm showing up and trying to lead again, it's leading yourself, right? So if you think about the discipline is all is the way for self-love. It says, I know these things work. And in fact, Again, I will be very clear, been very distracted with all of what's been going on to get my mom moved and whatever. And it's not an excuse and it is an excuse. And I've been using it as an excuse because I am, I can feel. And so I'm like, stop waiting till Monday when the move happens to reset. You need to get back in. I've had so much pain showing back up in my body again from my scoliosis, from my menopause from different things, because I'm not doing the things I know are the things that are bringing my body to its highest and best level of performance so that I can show up from a place of leading myself first. And so to your point, there's a life inventory we get to do because we are very habitual creatures. We are just oftentimes not aware of the habits that we are doing, or we are not willing to be honest about what habits we have yeah. undertaken and how they're affecting us. The other thing that's really important around what you just said is this idea that um, how you feel afterwards, right? Because we do get these, and so you're getting rapid dopamine hits, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, it's like binge drinking or binge eating. When you come off of it, then you have to realize I still feel all the shit and now it just feels denser because I didn't do anything with the stuff I was feeling. I stuffed it. I masked it. I 
took the edge off. I, I put something over it anywhere other than just right. It didn't go anywhere. You just kept stuffing it in your body. And so it keeps showing up. It's no different than drinking on a Saturday night and having a binge and then waking up Sunday morning going, okay, not only am I hungover now, I feel like crap because I want to throw up. I've got a hangover. So not, so I'm, I've amplified the fact that I still feel all the shit. I still feel crappy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is. And now I feel crappy in my body as well. It's the same thing because I will tell you after a while, my wrists hurt because I'm scrolling. I can feel it. So I'm like, Oh, all the feelings are still there. I still feel sad. I still feel whatever, but because I wasn't willing to just sit and take a pen and paper and journal or go for a walk and listen to a podcast or talk into my voice memo and just speak my truth or just be still and ask myself, how am I really doing? And how do I feel? I went on and numbed it and took a hit. I mean, seriously, there is more and more studies showing that our addiction to social media is as bad as cocaine. Right, right, right. Like it's crack. We are constantly taking hits because we can't sit in to your point and everything that we started this whole conversation, it feels uncomfortable. Of course it feels uncomfortable. We don't on a whole collective whole. And I know this and I can feel it again. We don't know how to be with ourselves. We keep looking for external ways to make us happy, to fill our cup when we don't understand that until we choose to be in a space that says, I fucking choose me first. I am going to fucking learn how to be with myself for myself. Like if you can't even enjoy your own company in silence, how the hell do you expect anyone else to be in company with you? And the thing is, is most of us, most of us, and often days, me included, need to learn how to understand the path for self-love to ourselves and to take that life inventory to say how many layers of numbing of taking the edge off of fixing of coping of blurring the lines of numbing it all down how many ways am i doing that and if you really got honest with yourself in fact when i ran my last retreat here First of all, there's always a lot of tears and unpacking because the, the even just doing the wheel of life with people in a group setting to say how satisfied and fulfilled are you in all the areas? Because again, work is just one. There's eight to 10 other areas of your life that are going on in, in play at the same time. But to get really honest, it's one of the reasons why I love doing those VIP days so much is because when you can get a group of people in a very intimate setting to get very honest with themselves and hold up a mirror for themselves and each other, holy shit, where do you go? When you are forced to look at the truth, you got nowhere to run. And the thing is, we all need a reset to pick up a mirror (laughs) and have a conversation with the person looking back at us. And ask the tough questions to to Jenna Kutcher's point. How are you really doing? How are you really? And what's the truth that wants to be expressed behind all of the bullshit and the layers and the noise and the stuff that you've piled on thinking you're okay? Because first and foremost, I think the biggest thing to iterate is the fact that it is okay to not be okay. I mean, we are talking about mental health awareness this month. Fuck, can we just be okay not being okay we are not 
collectively, I know I have, I'm like, there are things and there's two sides of this equation, right? I, there's always that duality. There's always that dichotomy. One, it is okay to not be okay. It is absolutely okay to not be okay and seek the assistance, the help, the guidance, the healing you need. And you are not broken and we do not need to be in a space that we need to be fixing and healing ourselves 24 seven. Oh my God. Can we just let go of the fact that we think we got to fix something before we can like deserve the life that is standing in front of us? Oh my God. Stop trying to fix yourself every fucking day. Can we just stop with all the, I got to heal this before I got to put my ducks in a row. I got, no, will you just live your life? Guess what? What if we just lived our life and felt the stuff and got honest with ourselves? What if that was just the piece we needed to do? Like you just showed up. You showed up for you. You showed up for whatever you were feeling. You got honest about, I'm not okay today. It's okay to not be okay. I don't have to fix it. I get to not be okay today. And stop with this mentality that I'm not healed. I got to heal all my family trauma. I got to feel it. Sure. Yes. Do the work. I am all for people. Do I do the work all the time and stop fucking doing the work. My God, we're doing. That's the other thing that the energy this year is just taking me out. Everybody's doing their work. Like, oh my God, I got, I mean, I've just been doing my work. I spent three days. Oh my God. It's exhausting. You're exhausting. No wonder why we're burnt out. Too much. We're putting more work on ourselves. Constant. Because we think we're broken. Oh my God, I'm, I'm exhausted, Brandy. I'm just exhausted. <laughs> Gosh, Candy. No, it's so true though. Oh my God, it's so true. That's another blog post for you. <laughs> that double-edged sword, that dichotomy. Because it's, it is it is so true. We're all... Where's the line? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think people are just so confused more so than ever. I, I mean, Oh, it's a lot done. Okay, so, a lot. Deep breath. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one really, I, that got I, that, that, yes. I think that's a whole nother conversation, right? Because there is that dichotomy. There's that, do- that double-edged sword that says, Where's that line between, yes, you need to do the work. We have responsibility to do the work. It's part of our journey. It's part of our legacy. And when do we get to just say, I don't need to do the work right now. Like, can we just be like, go back to that audacious. I I think about, you know, the one meme that says, I'm going to show up like a four-year-old with a Batman cape, right? Where is that, that person? That child knew who you were. That child was ready to take on the world. And you you got to create space to get back to him or her. You got to get into a space where you can allow that child's voice to be heard. What is, where does your curiosity lead you? What lights you up? What is, and if you do not create, stop waiting to create space for that. It's one of the reasons I talk about focus management so much. It's not time management. Time management is just watching the hours, the minutes, the seconds, the days, the years go by. It's watching the damn clock. Focus management says, am I watching my impact and not just impact out in how you serve the world, but impact for you? Am I creating a life that's full of joy? I mean, if you died today, 
Would you die with all these regrets of things you didn't do? What's that thing you've been saying you want to do? I want to write the book. I want to draw the, I want to paint the picture. I want to take the, the cooking class. I want to learn Japanese. What is that thing for you? Not because you got to check a box or you need a, you need a score or you need to like prove something, but because it's the thing I want the camera to go take the pictures because I like the trees whatever it is. I don't, maybe you want to take a macrame or a crochet. I don't care. No one needs to even know if you're like people will just, who gives a rat's ass? First of all, no one is spending that much time worried about you, but find the thing. And there were things when you were little that you were like, I want to, if it's, I want to do carry, I want a podcast. Guess what? Turn on zoom. You don't ever have to post it anywhere and do a podcast. Just start speaking into a microphone. If you want to be a radio shock talk show, set up a thing and just be like, all right, here you go. Like I think about when I did the morning announcements in seventh grade, good morning, Ader junior high. It's candy Brown with your morning announcements. Today is a balmy 58. I love that space. play in that space, right? What does that look like? Stop making it mean something. If I could offer anything for today, it would be three things. One would be take a serious life inventory of where you're at what's holding you back and what you really want. You've got to create space for a life inventory, whatever that looks like for you. And if you need tools and resources, we've got plenty of them. You can check them out, right? And we'll we'll drop some things in to help you with that as well. Whether it's the, the 13 strategies to destroy the noise or the 10 tips on how you create effective time or focus management, whatever that looks like, right? There's resources and there's resources all out there that can help you do that life inventory. Hell, get a wheel of life. You can get the wheel of life by yourself. You can go look at it online and you can just figure out how satisfied am I in it? in these categories in my life or make a list. You don't even need a tool. You need a piece of paper that says, okay, let me look at all the, 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 the buckets in my life. How do I feel spiritually? How do I feel mentally? How do I feel emotionally? How do I feel physically, energetically? What about my career? What about my finances on a scale of one to 10? How satisfied am I in those? How vibrant? My main, the question I ask in every talk I ever do or training is on a scale of one to 10, how vibrant, alive, energized, engaged, and present are you feeling in your life? That, if all you do is that, that is a life inventory. That will tell you a whole lot. If you're not rocking out at an eight, nine, or 10, I guarantee there's opportunity. And I would challenge most people are nowhere near an eight, nine, or a 10. So how vibrant, alive, engaged, energized, and present on your life. So that's the first one, life audit. The second one is to not shame yourself in that process, is to be gentle. It's to create space and grace to say, it's okay. Whatever shows up, I'm, it's okay if I'm not okay. It's okay and I'm still okay. It's okay and it's just a baseline. It is just me understanding, because here's the thing, we create so much shame when we see the results of a life audit and we say, oh, I suck. I can't believe I'm doing that. Oh, blah, stop. No, it's a baseline. The only way you can move forward is to get super honest with yourself to say, if I'm really at a two, okay, then I acknowledge and I own and I accept that I'm at a two. No shame, no judgment. It is what it is. And so the, the second piece of that is you are not allowed to judge yourself through this process. The second piece is the first piece is do the life audit. The second piece is you are not allowed to judge yourself. It is to be in a space to just witness the truth for you in this moment. When you do, then the third piece is I want you to start to imagine and visualize what your next 
step looks like. And what I mean by that, and this is where I love James Clear and the Atomic Habits, it's not about going from a two to a 10. It's about going from a two to maybe a 2.1 or a two to a three, if you want to take a 10% swing, but it's incremental ways to create sustainable movement, not a, a, a flash in the pan, because that is also something that burns people out. It's why New Year's resolutions are so ridiculously jacked up. Because this idea that you're going to change your entire way of being overnight when you haven't even acknowledged all the shit that's getting in the way, it's why we keep re regressing back into these cycles and these patterns. To your point, Brandy, it's the reason why I find myself right back in the stuff that I know doesn't work for me. Because when we go too hard, too fast, and we want to overhaul everything, there's no way for us to incrementally create sustainable success along the way. What happens is if we fail, we then realize, oh my God. And, and James Clear and um, Hal Elrod both talk about this in Miracle Morning. That what happens is the, the hardest step for us to take is the first step. The even more harder step to take is when we have to take the first step again. And so it's the space because now we know the effort that's required and we get that story going of anticipation that says, oh my God, this is going to suck. I got to do it all over again. And so we don't. And every time you grow and experience something new and change the parameters of, I no longer, it's the thing when you can, when you, the breakthrough is that, that moment, you know, something different, right? It's not the big ginormous, oh my God, I had a breakthrough. No, a breakthrough is the moment you have something new access to new information or new something that allows you not to go back. And it's the way, when you get in the space, you're like, I can't unsee that. I can't unknow that. I can't, that what happens is the divide between your baseline and your incremental growth also becomes wider that when you come crashing back down, if you took on too much too fast, oftentimes that, that first, that second, that second time doing the first step feels unfathomable because the, the, the gap has become so big because you know, so what happens is every day set yourself. So the third piece is visualize and ask yourself what's step one. Not how do I do the whole staircase? It's what do I, what can I do today that moves me closer to a three if I'm sitting at a two? Because would, if you were sitting at an average of a two, would a three feel significantly different? And my guess is yes. And so if you can, and so think about, you know, um, James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits, 1% every day, 1% every day is 35%, right? In a year's time, would 35% change your life? Sure, 1% will change your life. But 1% compounded and added every day starts to create the sustainable difference you want. It's not to overhaul everything. Yes, you can make different choices. And that's that awareness and that space that you're talking about, Brandy, and, and being on purpose about that. But it's also recognizing I am where I am for many reasons and owning and accepting that process. So life inventory without judgment and visualize and own the first step. Well, all right, y'all, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. You can also find me out in the socials. In the meantime, remember, say yes to yourself, destroy the noise getting in your way and live your life aligned as fuck. This is Candy Barone, and I will catch you next time.